Oh. Oh dear. We're here. <gasps> oh dear. No one's watching. What have it. I done? It's okay. <laughs> but everyone does like to tune in for stuff. So in keeping with tradition. What's up, everybody? <laughs> We're back. You know, it's, you think after doing this, uh, this particular show, just this show, by the way, um, uh, just over a year's worth now. This is episode 52, by the way. You'd think after 52 shows, 50 over a year's worth of shows, I'd have figured out how to use this silly software. <laughs> oh, Gaz is here. Hello, guys. How are you doing? Good to see you. Uh, saw the uh, your appearance on uh, on the Clubhouse last night. Great conversation, by the way. I wish I could have stuck around a little bit longer to talk about uh, G.I. Joe and the movies. It was a lot of fun. I want to rewatch that movie. Did I, I didn't even put the comment up. There we go. There you are. There it is. TJC, another legend in the house. How goes, uh, oh my God, what was it you're playing most recently? Uh, Mass Effect, I think I saw was the last one. Mass Effect. I love Mass Effect, by the way. Nice. Got to get back to, uh, I'm hoping there's there's going to be a new one. Probably. That's another one that that's ripe for development into a series, if you ask me. Hmm. That's another thing. Good. And we got Red, Red Swenson's here, enjoying the rain. Uh, yeah, strangely enough, um, we had really great weather here today. We were at 12 degrees Celsius, uh, but Presently, we are under a flash freeze warning. Yeah, that's supposed to take so. Well, oh, worse tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow afternoon with gusts of wind up to eighty kilometers. So much for that uh, crazy, crazy forecast we were supposed to have for double digits for the rest of the week. Steve Terrio's here. Hello, good evening, everyone. How's it going, Steve? Glad to have you along. Yeah, so here we are. It's at Random Phantom Tuesday. Uh, this one, episode number 52 for the week of February 27th. It's the We're at the end of the month, everybody. Spring is right around the corner, hopefully. Fingers fingers crossed. Um, can't wait, by the way. Well, can't it's typical wait. Canadian weather, right? Like, today was nice. Tomorrow will be a snowstorm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then by the weekend, we're back into summer. Uh, I know. it's <laughs> Living in Canada is like living in the fourth dimension. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, uh, before we get off uh, with uh, this week's um, activities, let's hit it with another round of random fandom trivia. All right. Andy, what do you got this week? Uh, this one, it might be an easy one. I don't know. But, uh, oh, I don't know. We'll find out. Be? We'll find out. But question for you this week. Is this I got to use my brain question? Probably not. Oh. Uh, in the Jungle Book, what type of animal is Baloo? Is he A? Oh, you're right. That is easy. A bear, B, a jaguar, or C, a python. I mean, all of those are are in the movie, are they not? Oh, it, they are all in the movie. Is there a jaguar in the movie? Well, I can't tell you that until you figure this one out. <laughs> well, Baloo, uh, you're right. You're right. I can't. Um... <laughs> oh, we got Steve. Steve's got an answer. 
Steve's coming. Steve's got me. an answer. He's got what's Steve saying? Steve's saying a. a bear. I believe that is probably the safest one to go with. Probably. Um, you know, I I think of Baloo less from the Jungle Book and more from Tailspin. You know that? Really? I do. Hmm. I know that's probably for my age. I probably should be thinking the Jungle Book. But, you know. True. Major Medina's here. Major, what are you doing? Gaz is saying a all day. Gaz, easy. He's a bear. Uh, TJC with a major a all day. All red swans in. <laughs> Look for the bear necessities. The simple bear necessities. Wow, duet. Yeah, forget about your worries and tech problems. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if you guys can see behind me. Um, some changes going on here in the studio. Um, uh, as as this is a shared space uh, between myself and my wife. Um, we made a, an agreement uh, a while ago before when we were in the early stages of renovating the entire house, we uh, made a negotiation that um, let's take all of the books, her books, my books, our books, take them out and uh, put them, uh, put them in the family room, which that happened yesterday. So that means the entire studio is going to be nothing but our toy collection, man. Populated. Yeah. So things are getting moved around. Uh, and yeah, as you say, repopulated. Oh, yeah. See, same for me. Tailspin, right? I, I mean, uh, take a, take a, a take a bunch of characters from the jungle book. Give Get them a, uh, what was it like a, a mail service or a delivery yeah, service? Like a delivery service. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, I don't know. Right. I don't know who greenlit that one, but, uh, <laughs> good choice. Mm -hmm. It was a bear right now. Is there a jag in the in the movie? Yeah, Baloo and Bagheera. Bagheera is the Bagheera, right? And I'm thinking, jag or panther? Hmm. Which is kind of a that's kind of a red herring because a panther is a jaguar just with darker spots. Yeah, like they're all dark. Well, he's a black panther. <laughs> Maybe from Wakanda. <laughs> we don't know. Is there any other kind? I don't think there's any other kind. I'm not up on my, uh, on your, uh, on your great cats, knowledge. your big cats. No. All right. No. Just up on big movies and yeah, little movies, like the jungle movies. books. Yeah. Uh, do you yeah. like the Disney one? Like the most? Cause there's been a few other attempts at, I, I didn't mind the one where Bill Murray voices blue. In the, oh, okay. In the, live the Disney remake. Yeah. Have you seen any of the other ones that are not Disney affiliated? Um, you should. I probably should, but they're I good. yeah, they're good. They're a little closer to the source material, a little less uh, disnified, a little less singing. How's that? Okay. Uh, not oh. that I'm opposed to singing, as but we you just gotta have the bare necessities. As we just yeah, we did a little, um, right. All right, let's get on with the show. All right. So, <laughs> oh wait, don't forget, everybody. Uh, it's a call-in. It show. is a call-in show. So I mean, if your fingers get tired and you don't want to, you don't want to type away on your keyboard or your phone, if whatever you're staring at. Um, you can make an actual phone call and you can talk to us. Yeah. Lines are open right now. So our first item of news is kind of fun for me, but also kind of sucks because I'm two consoles behind. Fun for you. <laughs> um, well, video game news, anybody? Yeah. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the game, has got a June release date. Did, was this on the radar? Uh, this was not on my radar, but... Uh... <laughs> oh, Dave. <laughs> well, <laughs> you heard that right. Yeah. I, I feel like that's a standby. <laughs> They've released the uh, the game trailer for it, and the gameplay looks good. It, it looks really similar to uh, the Friday the 13th game. 
Oh, really? Like so uh, you're, the, running around, um, you're kind of avoiding killer clowns. And like whatnot. the uh, the Telltale uh, games, uh, story driven kind of stuff. Kind of. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Red. Yay! More asymmetric horror games. It's killer clowns. Come on, it's a great franchise. Uh, well, I mean, it is if you like that kind of stuff. Absolutely. It's Who doesn't want to watch one. a movie where you get turned into cotton candy. Well, it's probably one that I will will pass. Still looks good. If you want to take a look at the trailer, we did link to it in the show notes. Uh, honestly, I'm looking at that thinking that looked like it was out of a movie. To it be does, honest, so like, the clown scenes like are really rendered well. Uh, when they're showing like the footage and whatnot of just panning through the area, sure, not so much. It looks a little dialed back. So I'm thinking they spent yeah, more yeah. on the cinematics than maybe. Okay, and sorry, what did you say that the uh, the drop date is? Uh, June so far. June this year. Yes. Okay. Well, that's not not too too far away then. No, no, but. Uh, should be fun for those who have PS5 and Xbox and all that. <laughs> if it if it's on Game Pass and you really, really, really want to check it out, I will download it for you. But then I might get you addicted to killer clowns. Well, that's probably not much of a chance of that happening, but well, you never know. I do it for the show. How's that? <laughs> all right. Uh next up here, uh, apparently Avengers the Kang Dynasty is getting a new title. Oh, that's been and sort of all that's over. That's not week, really a it? shock, is it? I don't not for me. I yeah. didn't think it was a shocker um and did you read that it not only are they pivoting away from the title but it sounds like they are pivoting away from the entire concept this not unsurprising not unexpected and um like i said if if we never saw kang again i'm okay with the way they wrapped it in loki yeah yeah i'm okay with the the way that that is sitting yes i'm totally okay with that but if you're not going to do that does that mean you, because we talked about this before, do you fast forward and try and jump the plans of other stuff? To but now we've out. got like, we've got tentative. We've, we've had a taste of the fantastic four. Yes. Right. Like, do you start <clears throat> planting more seeds? I think a lot of it is going to spin out of Wolverine and Deadpool. Oh, I think you're right. Like there. just with the amount of Easter eggs they jammed into the trailer. I mean, like, the whole thing, this whole multiversal thing, really, what do you think? <laughs> Killer, clowns. Killer clowns. Yeah, absolutely. This whole multiversal thing is almost like, I know we had the secret invasion TV show and there needs to be more yeah, of a, of a really, tie up there. Based on the comic book version of that, they didn't really go where they could have like in the no. comic books, like it had been years going on and like heroes had been replaced that's right yeah yeah and it finally came to light when electra was killed and turned or reverted back into a scroll into scroll form so like i mean yeah doing it with like political figures and whatnot is fine but it didn't have the same it's a great way to like take over the planet though yeah do you think there needs to be a a more with that like did they wrap it up nicely at the end of that show i think they left dangling threads enough agreed but like from the get-go they haven't really poised the skulls is like the enemy of the marvel universe not really i'm They're thinking just... brave new world is going to give us probably a little bit more on that yeah what about uh do you think there's room with the way that things are going in the mcu for a uh secret war like beyonder style secret war not yet you, you, I, you don't think so i don't think we have enough players in place yet that's especially true. after eliminating iron man and captain america and when you say sort of things spawning out of uh deadpool and wolverine like yeah. all of those characters instantly can come back right i mean if yeah. this is a again multiversal thing we're going to go around and and the joke is you know deadpool kills the fox universe yep who else 
what else are we going to see on that on that ride which i think is going to be a wild one yeah is it going to like pull forward from the end of the marbles where maybe oh hey photon come back over to this universe yeah 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 i mean we've already gotten a uh, 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 binary and the beast right so i mean we're just we are so close so close to it <laughs> like for a proper secret wars you do need your doom character because he was a huge part in both versions of it i mean we've we've jumped the gun with spider-man and the uh the suit so i mean do you yes do no. you try that when it's already i mean venom and spider-man are already well established in their respective cinematic universes yeah but venom's only kind of touched on in the 616 version or the i don't even know what is the main mcu number anymore <laughs> you mean in comic books no in the movie in the movies i think they have settled on the 616 as being the 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 standard the the because they do touch it on uh, across the spider verse when uh yeah yeah miguel o'hara spider-man 2099 is like don't even get me started on that idiot from there with dr strange <laughs> that idiot is that a refer a, a reference to uh Dude. america chavez uh no tom holland taking oh, the, uh, that idiot in the multiverse right <laughs> oh that idiot the other spider guy yeah of course he's talking about spider-man but funny that they could do a little not a name drop but a name drop yeah 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 easy enough to do yeah so i mean i mean i i think we need galactus before we go further tripping out into beyonders and i mean guardians was supposed to be our our dip into the cosmic yeah. stuff but it's like and they did give us like a little, so much more yeah because they give us like a little hint of the celestials and some of the nova core and absolutely i uh, know i we're what six seven eight movies or tv shows a combination of of things now past eternals and nobody's really talking about the giant sticking out of the planet one easter egg in she hulk was it a, a newspaper it or was, a, it was, you had to pause it to look at it because on the computer screen yeah, yeah, the yeah main news story just a little sidebar one people talking about the giant hand sticking out of the planet and right? that's it that's the last they touched on it is that enough is it we just we can just forget about that well i'm would like somebody else to say oh hey have you gone to visit the giant hand yet yeah be something yeah that's a good uh gas makes a good point he says uh, all i know is that we better be getting some sasquatch and puck kicking some villainous butt soon man do you think the world actually is ready for that uh for uh, they're ready for alpha flight you think so yeah i guess i mean alpha flight just, was popular enough to to have a, a good run damn wolverine in there that makes it more public friendly uh, you know but that <laughs> and it's still kind of accurate because he spent a lot of time there with them. sure sure and then they shoehorned the uh the idea that he was a member at one point i mean it kind of and, I, and i'm saying this sort of, sort of from the position of somebody who's watched a lot of of marvel television whether it's been animation or live action you run if you put wolverine in that team in the mcu you run the risk of what happened in the cartoons it would you know you remember the at one point it was like wolverine and the wolverine and the x-men wolverine became the de facto leader of everything uh yeah. after a while same way that uh, iron man in animation became the central figure of the avengers and not captain america mm. which come on that's blasphemous <laughs> he was there at the beginning he was there before captain who was iron man in what in the avengers yeah he was there four issues before captain america that is fair but i think I think we has become more synonymous with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The leader of the Avengers. It's not Iron Man. Fair enough. What's Red saying? Rumor was that the hand was going to be the source of adamantium. Huh. 
Oh, that's a rumor that I wasn't familiar with, but I like it. Yeah. I like that. If we can mine Wakanda and now uh, 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 the underwater uh, Namor's place. Yeah. Somewhere off the coast. Well, now that we have Namor, all we need is Sue Storm and they can have their romance where he, you know, creature from the Black Lagoons are. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not too far away. True. That's not too far away at all. Yeah. But again, all right. So uh, Kang Dynasty. Out the door. Are you upset by that? Not really. Me neither. Kang was never one of my favorites. But... Uh, me neither. I didn't think he was going to be a, a, a great. I mean, I know power wise. Yes, he is like top tier level. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's certainly kind of not, boring. not an, yeah, not an appealing uh, read. No. Uh, this next one. Uh, what was this? <laughs> Iron Man couldn't hold caps. Tidy whiteies. <laughs> Damn straight. Oh, there you go. Apparently, though, uh, Disney has been caught Uh-oh. fudging the numbers for the new Deadpool trailer. Now, who confirms this stuff? Uh, apparently, this came from THR. The Hollywood Reporter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, back in 2021, August 23rd, when they released the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, uh, it amassed an all-time viewership of 355.5 million global views in the first 24 hours. The Spider-Man one. Yeah, which blew oh, away great. the previous record holder, uh, Marvel's N- or Avengers Endgame. Endgame, yeah. Which had 289 million. Uh, so, of course, they wanted to top that, and it was reported that they did 365 million views. But uh, it's learned now that Disney included the 123 million people that watched the Super Bowl as having watched the trailer. So 123 million were not viewed on YouTube. <laughs> That's funny because the, the original report was streams, YouTube streams. Yeah. Not uh, broadcast. Was football stream this year? I don't know for sure. I don't know who's got, I, I don't watch the NFL, so I couldn't yeah. tell you, but I, I, that's, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, but people are calling them on it because there's no proof that, you know, all 123 million people stuck around and watched that trailer. Like if you're there for the, football, I mean, the hundred there for the trailer, we could just talk about the 123 million number by itself for a second, because even that's not necessarily, you know, an accurate number. If I have a Super Bowl party and yeah, I've got like 10 guys, 10 or 12, people. 10 or 12 yeah, exactly in the house. I mean, that's not an accurate number. Unless, you know, all these smart TVs have that little dot in them that just allows it to uh, read the room and take oh, Jesus. metrics on who's there. <laughs> because Facebook, it's already got all the facial profiling. So sure, they know sure. watched it. That's right. We know, we know you're watching. <laughs> yeah, it says I watched it about 165, 165 million times that, that night. night. Yes, didn't we all? <laughs> Oh, Red, I mean, I think that's fair enough. People do watch the sports ball just for commercials sometimes. That is true. That is true. That's like the only game I tune into. And usually it's because of the commercials. Um, But if you're watching it on Canadian broadcast television, you just, you don't get it. Yeah, you get, you know. You get the Canadian. You get commercials for Bell. Yeah. (laughs) If you have any concerns, please contact the media. That's right. (laughs) Oh, thank you, TJC. Hit that like, people. Yeah, we're uh, we're trucking away. We are well over the well, not super well over, but we are over the five hundred mark. That's for sure. True. Uh, Red Swan doing all right. Says, uh, VPNs are your VPNs friend. are your friend. They're getting yes. that way. 
I could cancel a bunch of my streaming services if I just got a VPN. <laughs> how much stuff is on Netflix that's just oh. not in our, in the Canadian region? True. And how much is there that we don't know about unless you know how to access it? Well, that's what I mean. Like you just you stick in your VPN and I'm in America. Yeah. I'm in the UK. It's true. I've even found that out through the Roku TV because yeah. my wife always wants to watch that show Kings of Pain. Okay. Um, but the only one that comes up is a French dub on Crave. And oh. if you go searching it on Crave, it doesn't come up. But if you search it through the Roku, it comes up. Uh, Roku's really good like that, though. That I mean, getting a little side here, but uh, the device itself, it, it pulls from all the services. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's pretty good that way. But anyway, uh, I'm I'm sure the trailer will eventually hit that number. But listen, I mean, trailer views are are one thing, but box office is where it's at. Yeah. So you know, as this is the only MCU proper movie for the year, yeah. Um, I have high hopes and I have big expectations for this movie. Yeah. I mean, what do you do? It had to be more than just Ryan Reynolds saying, "Hey, Hugh, would you would you please come back?" Like there yeah. had to be something in there worthwhile for him to say to unretire the role yeah. essentially i'm assuming we're going to get some like dirty jokes throughout it too you know <laughs> i mean in the trailer they're already like oh i'm already ready to go with pegging oh yeah <laughs> what about you disney it might be new for you but it's not for me that's <laughs> <laughs> not for me new for me but it is for disney yeah i think that was the line anyway we'll see uh Next one, though, uh, apparently it's going to be even harder to buy Disney's weirdest movies on Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. They've, Disney uh, is ending their movie club. So not only have they given they're up their, their physical media distribution to, to Sony, Sony. Now they're going to get rid of the movie club. You know, I was in the Disney movie club for a while. Were you? Yeah, I was. Not for very long. I was tempted. But... It's cool. It's It was cool. I mean, get all your Disney movies. But once you've got all the animated stuff. I still want my Bigfoot movie. It's never been oh, released. No, I think it was released on VHS back in the day, but good luck finding a copy of that. I mean, the, the internet's probably the internet has not helped me. No, not at all. Eh? No, uh, I think maybe 10 years ago, there was a guy offering to do dubs off of the VHS tape. Oh. <laughs> but I wasn't about to take a chance on that. I'll uh, copy my VHS for you. It's only going to be $5,000. Yeah. 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 But. Speaking of weird movies, this is a little and, and crave. Uh, there was a, I saw an online discussion last night on uh, Facebook, actually talking about a weird, obscure movie that, uh, you may or may not remember Lee majors and Burgess Meredith started in this movie called the last chase. Do you remember this? I do not. It was sort of like there was a, a, a fuel crisis and, uh, kind of like now government overreach, uh -oh. but Lee majors rebuilds this like Porsche, uh, uh, nine, five, nine, I think it is. Hmm. And then like. Burgess Meredith is like this grizzled war vet that chases him down in like a saber jet, but it's like super, super cool. It's on crave. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm tempted to, uh, to watch. watch. Yeah. It. I haven't watched it. Probably it came out in 80 or 81. Nice. And that's probably close to the last time I saw it. Yeah. So. <laughs> nice. Guys. Thank heavens. I completed my Herbie collection. Oh, yeah. You gotta have that one. I mean, Doesn't love the love bug was, which is, what's the one with Don Knotts? Uh, I don't know. Was it Herbie or Herbie rides again? I don't know. The one with Don Knotts. Don Knotts is, yeah. is awesome though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Furley. Yeah. But Disney, they did issue a, uh, 
a statement saying, we've enjoyed serving you for the last 23 years, but customer behavior and viewing preferences continue to evolve. So we have made the tough choice to close Disney Movie Club. I mean, man. It was good. Like I said, it was great for uh, for what it was when I was part of it. Um, but again, like at one point I was, you know, I was the guy that was in uh, in the, the store every week on Tuesdays when the new DVD dropped. Mm. So, I mean, I was bringing home like three or four, you know, a week. Mm. And it's not like Disney didn't release all their new stuff. Like they, they stopped going directly. I think the idea for them was like the Disney movie club was kind of like the precursor to Disney plus. Plus, Yeah. If we, if we make an exclusive portal where you can only get our stuff from us, maybe the consumer will go for that. Yeah. Some did, some didn't. I'm curious to know though. Do you think the Disney, I wonder if the Disney plus numbers are uh, better, better than the, uh, the movie club. Maybe. Oh, cool. The last chase hunted that down and found a DVD copy. Nice. That's cool. Isn't it cool though? You find I hope that was an exciting moment because I've been, oh, I've been in like the flea market. Yeah. 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 Right? I was at the flea market, uh, was years ago and I just happened to walk by a, a used DVD booth and the guy had some new stuff, but it had tons of old, like old stuff sitting on the top shelf in like the back corner was a copy of the original, uh, um, uh, mini series Shogun. Ooh. The one with, um, oh my God. Um, I can't even think of his name right now. Oh my God. He, and he's a um, hugely famous actor. Uh, Charlton, uh, not Charlton Heston. Oh. John Rice Davies in it. Hmm. Anyway, it's fantastic. That comes out. The new one comes out right soon here. Gosh. It's getting reviewed very well, by the way. Major Bedina says the ghost and Mr. Chicken. Excellent. Mr. Chicken. Excellent. <laughs> And Gaz says Don Knotts. Herbie goes to Monte Carlo. Okay, that's the one. Well, he's got the collection, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do not have a Herbie. Richard collection. Chamberlain. That's who I was trying to think of. Uh, okay. Richard Chamberlain. That's who it was. Fair enough. What's this Gaz saying here? It was. I didn't even know the name of the film, but that a saber jet chases a Porsche 917 and Lee Majors was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Nice. Yeah, so. We'll see how Disney makes out with uh, Sony, but I mean, if Sony is, is willing, I mean, essentially they're going to take over the distribution. So do you yeah. think that their facilities are going to be like pressing? Maybe like pressing the I, stuff. I still think they're going to be at the mercy of Disney saying, okay, you can press this for this long and then it goes away. I'm sure that's the case. Cause that's how they've sure, always sure. operated, right? Like, yeah. Oh, it's going back in the Disney vault. Sure. Well, the vault, whatever. Yeah. Let some other stuff out. Whatever, just like you know, Bigfoot out. I don't want to. I don't want to take a swing at Funko collectors, but every time I hear a Funko collector say it's vaulted, yeah, it's never going to get released again. So <laughs> there's too many new licenses for them to go back. Yeah. But, uh, new stuff. Uh, the Boys season four has got a announced date released finally. Uh, it's going to be airing June 13th of this year. I'm totally in on the boys. Uh, I have been since the first season, watched the first season. I was a little bit late to get to it. Uh, but once I started, man, it was full speed ahead. And then, uh, uh, Gen V, the new series that just came out, the yeah. I call it a companion series. Cause yeah. really that's what it is. Yeah. Um, it's great too. <laughs> I guess we're going to get, uh, alternating, uh, seasons. So it'll be season four, uh, four, four of the boys. Yes. 
And then apparently we're going to get a second season of Gen V before we get another season of the boys. Okay. Um, but they will uh, dip in and out of each other. Nice. So yeah, um, this is good news for me. I'm, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Uh, the official blurb for it reads in season four, the world is on the brink. Uh, Victoria Newman is closer than ever to the oval office and under the muscly thumb of Homelander who is consolidating his power. Butcher with only months to live has lost Becca's son and as his job as the boys leader. Uh, the rest of the team are fed up with his lies with stakes higher than ever. They have to find a way to work together and save the world before it's too late. That's going to make for some interesting, some interesting viewing. Mm-hmm. Now there are rumors that Homelander might be biting it this season, but again, I mean, the, you know, the, the, the show has already diverted from the comic now, not yeah. that I've read a whole bunch of it, but uh, like they've already diverted with the whole black noir character. And uh, yeah, at some point Homelander should be getting his, his just dues or just rewards, whether it's this season or not. I don't know. Yeah. Only time will tell. Yeah. 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 Moving on here. uh, One of the original stars of Top Gun is uh, suing Paramount over Maverick using his likeness without permission. Who? Barry Tubb. What? Is suing because Wolfman. uh, Yeah. Wolfman. Wolfman is uh, suing them because they used his uh, likeness in Maverick without his permission. I'm not a, I'm not an IP lawyer. No but Paramount owns that movie. True. They own top gun. So you would think they would be able to use footage from top gun in the new top gun movie. True. Do you know what I mean? But at the same I, time, I don't like understand. if you look back on back to the future two and three, right. Uh, Crispin Glover managed to sue them for using his, a guy that oh, looked like him. That's different though. That's different. They hired another actor to do him. Yeah. But I mean, it would be one thing to use archival footage, True. which essentially what is what we're talking about here using archival footage. I still haven't seen Maverick. Dude, they moved it off of it's on Netflix now. Like it's, it's on its widest. It's in the <laughs> widest distribution it's ever going to have right now. All right. I'll watch tomorrow. You should. It's great. It's great. I got so much to watch. <laughs> Steve. Everybody's suing everybody. Well, that's what happens in America. <laughs> What's Red saying? Nope. Oh, they already paid him to use that likeness though. This is what they I mean. They paid him for one movie. They not paid him. Two movies. Absolutely. So he, his contract was complete and Paramount owns that footage. Fair enough. They can do whatever the hell they want with it. Fair enough. Until a judge says they can't. True. But apparently, uh, this is uh, only the second lawsuit coming out of this. I guess they're also in another legal battle because of uh, the author responsible for writing the 1983 California magazine article yep. that inspired the first movie. Yep. Uh, he's seeking copyright infringement and an injunction against the sequel. Against the one that Maverick. you're talking about. Make it Maverick. It's all. How do you. Well. What? Stop it from what? Take it off the streaming. Uh, what was it here? Uh No. doesn't make sense to me no maybe he just wants like back pay well this is it like you could you, you want to uh barry tub if you want to quiet that guy throw him some cash yeah, you know give him, give him you know get call it a residual or whatever and yeah. and be done with it and the same with the other guy like if he created it yes he should get some residuals should he not yeah i guess so sure sure but, you know with all these lawsuits i guess it does call into question whether or not they're actually going to go through for a part three there's uh there's huge talk of yeah. of bringing uh, at least the three principals back of uh, Tom Cruise, 
uh, uh, Rooster, um, Miles Teller, and uh, um, Colin Powell. I think it's Colin Powell. Yeah. Hmm. We got a couple comments to catch up on here. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, what? Just have Hollywood and Sundown go over to Wolfman's house and give slap him in the back of the head. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, he's obviously a bit short of cash. I think so. Yeah. Paid for the shot, not the movie. That's how I would argue that. I'm not sure what you're saying, Red, that they, who's paid for the shot? Paramount paid for the shot? Paramount paid for the movie. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I'm not an IP lawyer, so I don't know what the answers are, but it just seems kind of weird that, you know. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's upset that he was cut out of it. Maybe he really wanted to be part. And Oh, I don't know. This is just, you know, him butthurt. Maybe. I wanted to be in Maverick. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, Silver oh, Spider. Silver Spider tuning in. Hope they do make a third one. Me too. Is there enough story for a third one? Was there enough story for a second one? Don't know. Don't care. <laughs> Loved it. All I want is jets that go fast and shoot shit. It was so good. Oh, talk to me, Goose. There you go. It's amazing how 30 odd years later that that's still an a issue. Thing. Yeah, it's still a thing. In the sequel, it's still a thing. You've got to let go. You've got to let go. Spoiler, by the way. Okay. I thought he let go at the end of the first one when he chucked the dog tags into the ocean. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe he dove in and it's got un, them. It's unresolved anyway. He dove in and got them after the movie ended. <laughs> Man overboard. <laughs> turn it around. Yeah, turn an aircraft carrier around. That's That can't <laughs> nope. cost. That doesn't cost anything. <laughs> oh, so true. Enough story. They put the Fast and Furious in space. I'm sure they'll think of something absolutely i'm thinking you know we did we just recreated the trench run in the sequel so i mean maybe we'll have a new death star that we've got to fly into or something i don't know red says he story Story. (laughs) (laughs) we can just pull one of those uh you know uh there's only six uh scripts in uh in hollywood true oh basil is here for the branny there you go cheers to you sir You know, it's all going to play out in the court of law and money will probably solve everything. I'm curious. You know, there's a lot of stories that we kind of look at and go, we need to follow this one up. Yeah. Now this is one like, do you think we'll ever hear about this again? I, I think we'll hear about it if they go to a part three, like Maybe. everything got settled. We're good. I don't even recall them using. I don't even recall where that, where that was in the movie that they would have used his likeness. Hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Gaz says, uh, okay, that, uh, that is like a complete nerdgasm right there. The third one should introduce Doug masters as Mav's main rival. Never say die. Mm. And instead of having a, a tape recorder strapped to his leg, it's going to be what an MP3 player. It's 2024. So I guess it'll be his uh, cell phone with like Spotify or no, it'll be a <laughs> iWatch. That's right. <laughs> iTunes, <laughs> iTunes. It'll be plugged right into the jets comm system. Yeah, no, it's just Bluetooth right into it. <laughs> now, listen, Maverick is now flying the, uh, the, well, whatever the U S Navy is flying. Now. I guess that's the, uh, the super Hornet. Now, Doug masters was flying the F 16. That's still in service. Mm. F-18 versus F-16. There's a funny history there. I don't know it. The F-18 was actually one of the test models uh, for the U.S. Air Force, and the Air Force turned it down, but the Navy picked it up. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a really interesting story. Nice. Seeing as we're all around Top Gun anyway. Yeah. Good spot for it. My God. Oh, Iron Eagle. 
they that's like the, they're like the planet of the apes movies they just keep successively getting worse but you you still watch them because look away well i mean chubby right i mean lewis gossett jr is is like 66 percent of the movie so <laughs> you've seen iron eagle I have. okay good yeah. so we all know what we're talking about great that one i have seen oh that's a that's a perennial favorite i like that one it was good yeah uh, coming up here, no one's seen this yet. Oh, but no. We will see it this summer. That's uh, Star Wars The Acolyte has got a tentative release oh, date. It's been revealed. Morrison. Apparently, it's going to come out on Disney Plus June 5th. So, like, oh, wow. a few short weeks after The Bad Batch ends, we're going right into The Acolyte. Now, we did, we've done this before, um, where we had a show on the heels of another one. Yeah. It seems like they give it a couple weeks breathing room, and then drop be it from marvel or whatever i'm okay with this i am okay with this again i'm not as excited for this one as i am for they've been pretty tight skeleton yeah this one i think has been the most sort of mysterious one Mm. um we know that it's set in the uh or the last or the late later stages of the high republic which is the new the new era that debuted uh in novel form uh, what two years ago something like that two years now um oh random rick reviews uh just dropping by have a good stream thanks very much thanks for uh for hanging out mm. tjc iron eagle classic film uh it is a classic film and red <laughs> not a star wars show i know for every time we say that i mean the everybody <laughs> should take a drink i think we're not a star wars show and then tjc old enough, old enough to rock and roll, roll. yeah but uh, apparently it is noted that the trailer for the accolade is finished and ready to go, but we do not have a day when they're going to release that yet. So there's speculation that there might drop it on star Wars day in may, may the 4th. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, we need something before the show actually goes through. We did get a little bit from celebration and that footage kind of made it, uh, made the rounds. We got that scene with like the 16, all the lightsabers. That was cool. Mm. Um, but acolyte it, with it being in bright red with a big slash through it does speak doesn't really speak Sith-like. doesn't speak jedi to me it's uh, yeah maybe the other side yeah uh, amandela stenberg is leading the cast uh, of the acolyte as a former padawan in the high republic era of star wars like you said 100 years before the events of uh phantom menace uh apparently it will primarily follow stenberg's former padawan as she reunites with her jedi master to investigate a series of crimes oh so this is somebody who's left the order yeah that's interesting so that is uh, interesting ahsoka before ahsoka yeah yeah well, maybe that's so. darker well, yeah maybe this person's going to turn to the dark side Where? over the course of this investigation yeah that would be cool other stars apparently include uh, lee jung jay uh, who was in delivers from evil uh, yep. Manny Jacinto uh, from Top Gun. was also Maverick. in Maverick, yep. Uh, Daphne Keene from Logan. That's our uh, X- X-23, X-23, yeah. Yep. Uh, Jody Turner-Smith from White Noise. Uh, mm. Carrie Ann Moss from The Matrix. Yep. Uh, Margarita Levira from Daredevil Born Again, so I don't Which know we haven't seen is. yet, yeah. Uh, and Rebecca Henderson from You Hurt My Feelings. Okay. So, yeah. I'm still going to watch it. Oh, I'm. there's no <laughs> way I'm not going to watch it. 
Yeah, it's, it's Star Wars. It's stuff. probably going to be, you know, our next review series. Maybe. <laughs> it just kind of dovetails nicely with the end of the Bad Batch. I yeah, mean, we just have to figure out a name spin. Yeah, I mean, these Fan names, the, na- the, the Fanalite. No, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> the titles have been writing themselves up until this point. Yeah. Um, Acolyte's going to be a little harder to, I think so. to shoehorn into fan somehow. Yeah. But that does bring us to some toy news. Woo. Love the toy news. It's all I've been doing today is playing with toys. So, uh, sure. So might as well continue the trend. Absolutely. Uh, we got our first look this week at the Batman from Batman nightfall coming out of McFarlane, uh, pre-order launches tomorrow at select retailers. And it's not a bad looking figure. I did see this, uh, the other day and I thought, man, that's a good looking. It is. (laughs) I don't know if this is a reissue of any other or like a re if it's a reuse of a body. I don't know, but, you know, black cowl, gray suit looks good. Speaking of Batman, I, I had the realization last night as I was moving stuff around that I, I own exactly four McFarlane superhero figures. And they're all Batman. Three of them are Batman. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does put out a lot of Batman. Animated series Batman, the original one. Nice. Uh, Terry McGinnis, Batman Beyond. And uh, Michael Keaton, Batman from The Flash. There you go. And the other one is animated Superman. Nice. <laughs> and that's i'm not even a batman fan and i own three batmans what's up with that it's because he puts out so many you can't have every every wave there's like at least one batman if not yeah more. good or bad yeah <laughs> good or bad you have an entire batman shelf or more that one's pretty good though i i, I have to admit that yeah. as, a, as a non-batman fan yeah that one's pretty good uh, sticking with McFarlane, though, uh, they've also announced the Spawn and Todd McFarlane pack. I saw this one, and the first thing I said to you guys, I sent this over, and I'm like, I bet you Todd didn't get that one hand-painted. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's Yeah. I mean, it does still look kind of derpy. <laughs> A little bit, but I still want it. Do you? I do. Yeah. Well, it'll go nicely next to my Stan Lee figure. I like the uh, the Luchador Spawn. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's actually his first design. From yeah, 15, yeah, yeah. Right? I think it looks 16? great. I think it looks great. Yeah. I mean, but you can't you can't deny that there's a luchador. Yes, a look luchador to him. Vibe. Yeah, but he has definitely evolved over the course of time. Uh, to be honest, I was never a fan of the big boot. No, no, I love the big boot. I oh, the spikies on it. Nah, you kick someone in the nuts with that, they're gonna know it. I mean, I can't picture him walking without like dragging that leg. Ugh. Ugh. You know? True, and it's just got the little toe hole. So. But apparently the Todd figure includes a badge, a notepad, microphone, four extra hands, and swappable bear feet. So this this is an important one to note. We've talked about this before. This is in the, the gold label yeah. autographed it's getting series. A, it's getting dual release. The oh, one is it? Exclusively oh, on McFarlane okay. is going to be the autographed version. Yeah. But then there's going to be a non-autographed version coming to like your game stops and everything for regular retail I, if you were into the autographed ones this I would mean, be a if, hell of a way to get it yeah i was gonna say if you were on the fence about getting a todd mcfarlane autograph this might be the one to yeah to do it with but the spawn figure it includes uh, two necroplasm effects uh, and two extra hands and it also comes with your standard art card and two display bases so does it come with that nifty little uh, uh notepad? yeah notepad. so it oh, looks like cool. he's drawing as he's doing it that's cool yeah and the microphone. <laughs> well, he's doing announcements every week for stuff. I guess, yeah. It's kind of weird that he comes with swappable bare feet. Bare feet. Bare feet. Maybe he works with no shoes on. Maybe. I don't know. I, I was not aware of that, but 
Me neither. I'm yeah. just throwing it out there. Just spitballing. Yep. Uh, also, shipping now coming out of the Super Seven Ultimates, uh, Patrick. So for everybody who picked up that SpongeBob, got to get the companion piece. Now, oh, when did he come out? Oh, he was out a while ago. So it's been in the. Long I know our friend from Peterborough, Morgan. He's oh, got sure, yeah. SpongeBob. Did he? It is okay. a spectacular looking figure. Is it? What scale is it in? Uh, it's Super Seven Ultimate Seven Inch Scale. Ultimate Scale. Yeah. Oh, seven inch. But wow. Again, how do you scale a sponge next to a human, right? Well, I mean, if we all saw the movie with David Hasselhoff. Yeah. Well, he's not that scale. So <laughs> if it was next to David Hasselhoff, he's like the size of David Hasselhoff. He's <laughs> mutant sponge and your mutant starfish. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's cool. I mean, if you're a SpongeBob fan and, uh, you know, you've wanted SpongeBob, like cool, posable SpongeBob toys. I mean, this and is he's probably kind of, like decked out with crazy amounts of accessories, too. Like he's got his jellyfishing net and his. Jellyfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of weird but it looks like they've added a lot of articulation to a five point star has anybody done uh, spongebob toys to this degree uh, before i'm gonna say no yeah i didn't think so i know like burger king and whatnot have done their oh happy the, meal yeah. toys and whatnot yeah, yeah. Before, but they're all like you know static pose like slug figures basically yeah okay but still cool for the spongebob fans yeah apparently in this wave though is also a squidward but oh. I don't know if he's shipping out now. Okay. But, you know, if you get SpongeBob and Patrick, you're already two thirds of the way, right? Yeah. 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 And you got to get Squidward and then it's just a steep hill to go down. <laughs> but if you got money burning a hole in your pocket, this next one oh, might be. Oh, man. You. I saw this and I'm telling you, like, there's a reason why I don't collect 12 inch. Um, Cause they're like, crazy expensive but if yeah. if i had the money to burn on this one yeah mm-hmm. uh, they have uh released beetlejuice the sixth scale figure from sideshow collective tell me that does not look fucking immaculate it looks awesome <laughs> like yeah uh pre-order right now 390.99 only that's uh only. sorry 399.99 canadian okay so yeah, uh, a little a little less expected uh, to ship between August and November. So you would be getting oh, it just man. in time for the sequel, I guess. <laughs> Gaz, still no love for the snorks. No. You know, I, how many people remember the snorks? I Do you remember, remember the snorks? snorks? Yeah. It's like the Smurfs with snorkels on their head. Well, snorkels, yeah. The Smurfs underwater. Yeah. <laughs> <The> snorks. <laughs> uh such an obscure one though. And yet I remember they got little like you remember the little figures of the smurfs like the little vinyl guys yeah yeah i'm pretty sure they did that for the snorks back then i seem maybe, to recall a few of them especially maybe what's his face little baseball t-shirt oh yeah they did that Probably for them guys. they also did it for uh, uh the wuzzles wuzzles they had their their plushies but they also had smaller uh plastic semi-posable hmm. but yeah i guess no one's got any love for the snorks oh. who even owns that i like is that it's probably was that a Hanna Barbera? I would think so. So then it's probably sitting with all of the stuff that got sold. Is it universal? Maybe it might be universal. I don't know. Hmm. That's interesting. Snorks. Yeah. But back to Beetlejuice here. Oh um, yeah, Beetlejuice. <laughs> it's uh, head sculpted in the look of Michael Keaton. Has seen him the most. Yeah. Uh, synthetic hair, tailored costume, including striped pants, striped jacket. Uh, white collared shirt, black necktie, boots, 11 total hands. Uh, That's the, a lot of hands. Yeah. The handbook for the recently deceased 
a nail file and a black hexagon base, which I think is a little bit of a miss because if they had included that, uh, the headstone there, yep. the beetle guy's headstone, that would have been. Oh slick. yeah. That's cool. Especially at this price point. But I just picked up the, uh, I, I bought it for Kim. I bought her the, uh, the NECA, the Toonie terrors, uh, Beetlejuice. And that's, that's what he's wearing. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's the classic suit. Right? Yeah, absolutely, I mean, absolutely. Even back in the toy line, they didn't give you a proper. They gave you like alternate uh, versions. Well, the, that one, but he had the the shrinking yeah. head. Yeah, the shrinking head version. Yeah, because they gave the red suit, and I think there was a sailor costume on one of them. And, uh, yeah, I think you're right. But, but I'm telling you, man, if I had the cash to uh, to go uh, one six, on that. that's definitely I would definitely be looking at that. Man, maybe somebody will get a license and make a smaller one. Maybe. NECA. <laughs> Come on, NECA. You've already got a license. They're doing the Toonie Terror. Yeah. Have they done a 7-inch? I don't think they have. I don't think they have either. Not yet. I mean, if they're going time frame, they're still back in the 80s, right? Yeah. E.T. Yeah, yeah. the thing. and Well, I mean. They haven't I mean, even got the, to 1988 yet. Well, <laughs> especially <laughs> when you add in the Universal Monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Next up, it was reveal number four from Mesco Toys Fair last week. Yep. Uh, a new set of five-point figures for the Goonies. I had forgotten that Mesco was doing these. The they're, uh, What is it they call it? Five points, you said, right? Yeah. They're, what, essentially three and three-quarter inch? Yeah, with yeah. five POA. It's Mesco's answer to uh, reaction. Yeah. <laughs> um, portraits definitely look better than reaction. Yes, they do. That yeah, portrait of yeah. Chunk looks awesome. It does, yeah, yeah. Sloth as well. I mean, you look at those kids and they're instantly identifiable. Yeah, even short instantly. Round, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys. <laughs> Sloth of Chunk. Yeah, booty traps. Booty traps. But yeah. So Goonies fans rejoice. And like the map, it's still got the two little holes in it too, right? So it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Should be good. I don't know if these are getting released as like a single five pack or what, but I mean, I could see them doing both do it as a, a like a, a, fi- a gift pack and then do them individual cards. And then we are missing a couple Goonies here. Right. So, Oh yeah. So we're missing Josh Brolin and Martha the girls in and uh, Andy. Right. That's weird. And then you get another pack, right. With the uh, Fratelli brothers. <laughs> yeah, really. Mom. Ma. She's so mean in that movie. Yeah, she is. And then she's so mean in the other movie too. Throw Mama from the train. Owen, yeah, yeah. You clumsy poop. But yeah, that does wrap up our toy news. Wow. This so uh, that does bring us to our next regular scheduled segment. Oh wow! Is it that time again? It's that time. All again. right, let's fire up the machine. Loading lexicon. Generating responses. Response is ready. Lexicon is the word game where you decide what's real and what is a con. Get ready. Here we go. (laughs) All right, it is this week's edition of Lexicon. I was busy today. I did not have time to put something together. However, Andy caught my back this week. Yep. We don't have the uh, the little. We don't have the. Yes. We got me fumbling my way through. We can read it. Yeah, we can read uh, it. So this week's word is yeah, I get to play this one. Peckability. Oh dear. <laughs> peckability. Well, 
impeccability. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the birds think of how birds rate birdseed. Maybe. They rate it on their impeccability. It's funny you should say that. Oh, uh, okay. Definition number one. <laughs> yep. Uh, the positioning of an individual or creature in the ranking of the genetic ladder, i.e. the food chain. Oh, that's that's a fantastic answer. Where do you rank in the peccability? In my house, I'm my household of two. I'm number two. <laughs> <laughs> Who does number two work for? <laughs> She's upstairs and she'll tell you. Definition number two, uh, the susceptibility of an item or substance to be struck or bit by a bird with its beak. Wow. So the bird seed thing really is a possibility. It is a possibility. Wow. Uh, definition number three. Okay. To be liable or prone to sin, susceptible to temptation. Well, that one's out of left field. Mm-hmm. It's going to be that one. I don't know. With bird seed. I don't know. Because my mind immediately went to like bird seed, bird seed, bird, something with a bird. To be honest, I feel like the first two, like they're both good. Silver spiders coming in. He's going with number one. Number one. I, I feel like one was a very, very good answer. In fact, I'm probably, if I had to like put like be serious, I might actually pick one. Fair enough. You don't want to be serious for this show? <laughs> what are you talking about? Red says number three. Uh, Gaz is going with number three. Oh, wow. So Sean coming in here. He's going with number hey, one. Hey, Sean. Nice to see you. So we've got uh, uh, two for two, two for three, two for number one. And I'm on the fence. I'm kind of leaning on number one. Okay, Daw coming in with number one as well. Oh, wow. Number one is taking the lead now. All right. Any more for any more? Oh. We don't have our Jeopardy music back, but you know what we can do? We can give it. We can give you this for Jeopardy music. That's what it is. We need to follow up on that one sometime. It's bananas every week. It is. I'm going to, I'm, I'm locking it in. I'm not phoning a friend. I'm not using my 50, 50. I'm locking it in. Number one. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. Well, if you chose definition number one or number two, I'm sorry. Oh, it is definition number three. Wow. Congratulations. Uh, number three, red and gas. You guys got it to be liable or prone to sin. Susceptible to temptation. Wow. That's why. Yep. Apparently the uh, brother or sister word to peccability is impeccable. Impeccable. Oh, wow. As soon as you said that, I now I see it. Yeah. The word origin. It's right there. But in the toy aisle, I suffer from peccability. <laughs> All the time. I'm going to take this home and it will be a sin. Maybe <laughs> I'm not just going with susceptible temptation. But susceptible, to, yeah, me too. Or not the toy is a sin. I don't know. Susceptible to temptation. Um, looking at my, does it count as a false idol? Looking at my hundred and my hundred and fifty dollar uh, Ken the Eagle figure. <laughs> Impulse buy. Yeah, still not a sideshow figure. No, it's not. No, it definitely wasn't that. But yeah, no, I definitely I hear that. That was a fun one. I like that one. All right, we'll be back with that one uh, next week. Hopefully, I'll have uh, more of this room done, and I'll be able to be a little bit more present and and uh, get yeah, my work good. done. So next here, this one Hank uh, hinted us to. Uh, apparently, a new book is coming. It's called "The Rise and Fall of the Galactic Empire" by Dr. Chris Kempshall. 
So is this, so it's in the D the DK book. So this is going to be what a coffee table book. I, I believe so. So this is going to be what a, a, an overview of how the empire came to power. Apparently it's going to be an examination of Palpatine's far reaching tyranny. Interesting. Yeah. Will they offer and these, these coffee table books generally don't, sometimes they offer new stuff. Yeah. A lot of times it'll be in the photos that they get it'll yeah. be stuff that we haven't seen before, but yeah. So I believe the last uh, Star Wars book they put out, they actually yeah, yeah. gave us information for an upcoming show. Wasn't it uh, Ahsoka? Um, Something had leaked through that? Maybe. But maybe. Anyway, uh, this is written by, like we said, Dr. Chris Kemshaw, a historian and co-author of Star Wars Battles That Changed the Galaxy. Cool. So no stranger to the subject matter. Uh, it'll explore the dark times from the stories across mediums, including movies, games, series, books, and comics. Uh, with chapters covering every aspect of the emperor's regime. That's cool. Yeah. I'd like to read that. It's going to arrive at uh, stores July 9th. And the cover as we uh, have posted here is what you should see. So I like the, uh, the shattered uh, emblem. That, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's going the wrong way for a Thanos snap. So it's just crumbling. <laughs> that's right. But According to the author, the uh, opportunity to focus on the workaday empire was just the story he wanted to tell. So cool. So he's quoted as saying, uh, so much of how we think about Star Wars is based around what we see of the rebels, but that leaves a big empty space for the empire. What was their experience of ruling the galaxy and fighting the war? What would people think about the empire once it's gone? It's interesting that, you know, I've, I've always sort of, I mean, we've touched on this, right? I've always propped up the empire as like the average citizen doesn't know no. and they're the legitimate government of the day. Right. So yeah. like most of the citizenry just kind of go about their, their day. Oh guys, man. Thanks for hanging out. I'm sorry. You can't hang out any longer, but hopefully we'll see you soon. Mm -hmm. Thanks for hanging out, man. But yeah. Like we've talked about this, like, you know, there's so much story on, on the empire side that never, yeah, yeah. Told. And we've been getting a little bit of that, like through Andor and, uh, of course, you know, we're seeing the worst of the worst though. We're seeing the, like the oppression. Yes. But we're also seeing like folks that are loyal, like, uh, what's Katie going on. Ryan, oh yeah. yeah. Character, the stuff know. that's going on in Coruscant where the elite. Yeah. It's just another day. Yeah. Yeah. But like that whole, uh, oh, what was it in the Mandalorian? The re-education center for former empire. People. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, what do you miss most? The biscuits the biscuits yeah and just that stuff like that's kind of neat right the uh, everyday and i'm guessing they might cover part of that within this book so uh, probably because that yeah. takes place after the fall right yeah yeah and how the uh general population views them exactly yeah but, yeah this next one's kind of weird uh apparently uh at&t asked for uh, game of thrones showrunners to shoot episodes vertically nope. to be viewed on phones. Nope. Nope. I, I think this was a short-sighted thing. Nope. Like, who the hell is going to watch an entire series on their phone? Um, and if, in if portrait. that's the case... In yeah. portrait. No yeah. one's going to watch it no. in portrait. I mean, there was that TV that showed up, what, last year or whatever, where it could be viewed this way, or you could... It would, oh, sure. Uh, 90 degree shift on its own. I mean, if we're going to watch anything in portrait, we're only watching it for like 90 seconds at a time. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no hour long thing. But, uh, that's worthy. That's worthy of one of these. Yeah. But yeah. Like 
Who's got the attention span to watch a TV show in portrait? Yeah. Of course, they didn't get away with it, so they said to hell with that and shot it normally. But, uh, you know, still kind of funny what uh, the higher-ups will try and get away with. I, I guess, yeah. Yeah. This next one's kind of fun. Oh, my God. I saw this. We're getting close to the end, so if you wanted to call in, probably good. Oh, time. I guess that's the it's the time. If you wanted to hit the WhatsApp link, we are uh, standing by. Mm-hmm. But uh, this next one. Oh, what's this? Unfortunately, I know a few people that watch shows and movies on their cell phones. Oh, uh, okay. You know, I'm not going to lie. I do watch enough YouTube on my phone, but I would never watch it. Uh, a, like, I'd never watch it in portrait. Always landscape. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, sure. And get yeah. The proper view. I do most of my YouTube watching at night in bed, right? So that's I I've watched up. one movie on my phone, and it was while I was waiting for people. I've watched movies on my phone when I'm on vacation, right? Like yeah. I've got a movie downloaded to my phone to watch. So you know when there's oh it's raining, so I can't go outside and swim or whatever. Yeah, but for a full cinematic experience, it is not the phone. It is not the ideal device to get all the details. How's that? Yeah, <laughs> Easter eggs and all the good stuff. Yeah, but, no, no, exactly. Yeah. Back to here, though. Uh, the 1966 Batman movie Penguin Submarine is going up for auction. So the, they're saying that this may not, this is a submarine. It may not, there's, there was a couple of them, apparently. There was a couple of them, yeah. Um, but the description on Heritage Auctions reads the Batman Penguin Submarine filming miniature, vintage original filming miniature crafted of fiberglass with resin, vacuum form plastic, and metal components. Uh, The hull is expertly studio painted in grays, blacks, yellows, and orange to resemble a penguin with the added beak at the front and rotating wings at the side and flipper like rudders detached at the back. It looks cool. It does. I can't, I can't deny that. This would be awesome. Um, Get to the, the, can you read the dimensions? Yeah, I can read the dimensions. (laughs) Uh, The craft miniature (laughs) approximately 17 inches by 28 inches by 96.5 inches. Yeah, it's only eight feet long. (laughs) (laughs) Who's got room for that? I don't know. But uh, apparently it does exhibit a little bit of paint loss and some warping due to deck panels, broken wire, and some missing components. Uh, So they say it will need repaired, but it does come with a certificate of authenticity. And the minimum bid on this particular item is going to start at $5,000. Only five grand just to start. Yeah. Uh, This is one where I'm curious to see like what the final, the final number. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's part of the March 20th to 24th treasures from planet Hollywood entertainment signature auction number seven, three, five, six. So head over there if you want to check out or monitor the progress and, that's very cool. Mm-hmm. You love the penguin. It's all about it. It looks a lot friendlier than the character. That's for sure. Wow. <laughs> it I just, it looks, it looks like a friendly penguin. It was Burgess Meredith, right? That's true. Yeah, oh, like, oh, you, hang on. <laughs> we got an incoming call. Oh, hello. Hello. You're live with Phantom power. Evening lads. Good evening. What is this? Eric, the red Swenson. It is. What are you doing, man? What's going on? Ah, nothing much. Just watching two dudes talk about nerd stuff. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on this uh, eight-foot penguin submarine model? I mean, I was not the biggest fan of that movie, but the sixty-six to each uh, their uh, own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It 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 doesn't rate too high on my radar either. 
neat piece. Uh, def- yeah, I mean, if as a as a fan of models, um, more looking at them than building building them, I can appreciate this for what it is. I would just have no place to put it. <laughs> well, I guess everybody dreams of having that one weird centerpiece that people go, "What yeah, the man. heck is that?" Yeah, man. <laughs> but hey, we're uh, you're here, you're live. The floor is yours, man. What do you want to talk about? Hey, man, I just wanted to just say it's a, it's a great time to be like a a game and 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 anime nerd right now because there's a lot oh going gosh. on in the world. Even I have tuned in to uh, the Avatar live action series. I haven't watched it. So I have I have not committed yet. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not done yet. It is eight episodes and they're long. They're not that long. They're like they're hour long TV shows. They're like full hour long episodes. You don't have that much of an Which attention span to watch an hour long show. Not eight at a time. You don't have to watch them all in one sitting, man. You can break <laughs> it up. <laughs> well, here's here's my comment on that. It's been out for what almost a week, couple days now. Yeah, something like that. It'll be a week on. Uh, I haven't Friday? seen Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, I I haven't watched the show yet, but I also haven't seen like an overwhelming explosion of negativity, which kind of gives me hope. Oh, I saw a thing today on it. Yes, I did see a thing I today. received. Uh, well, I saw some negative stuff on did it you? today. Yeah, yeah. The guy who's playing uh, Sokka uh, is getting called out for uh, not being an indigenous person when uh, their agent claimed that they were. Mm. So he's like one eighth Cherokee. Yeah. Well, he said that he was part of the, uh, the Kentucky Cherokee nation, which is not a recognized Cherokee nation. Hmm. So there's, there's that, but again, um, it doesn't bother me. You know, it doesn't bother me. Everybody's got to have their country. I, I guess. Yeah. Well, that was a episode <laughs> of letter Kenny, right? When, uh, a bunch of them got drafted up to play for the, uh, Native American team and uh, like, oh yeah, uh, yeah. one twelfth Cherokee on my grandfather's side. One twelfth, yeah. <laughs> was that enough? Yeah, and there was like ten of them, right? So sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, so we've got we've got that. Uh, I mean, there's obviously the the One Punch uh, show that uh, has that wrapped the season. I guess it has. Did they drop it all at once? No idea. Not One Punch. I, um, I think so. The pirate thing. One piece. One piece. That's the one I'm thinking of. One punch. Yeah, no idea. There you go. That's like that's one punch. Uh, they dropped the trailer the for that. Everybody. Sorry, what's that, Eric? They they did drop the trailer for for the well a teaser for One Piece season two, which is going to be great. Uh, it's it's giving me hope. Like seeing these seeing these classic animes yeah. just he's finally be successfully adapted is 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 very very gratifying. Um, I did take a look at the, uh, the trailer for the, uh, the, Borderlands. the Borderlands game. It's funny. We were sitting here and I said to Andy, I'm like, Jack Black is in this movie. He's definitely playing that robot. <laughs> Nailed it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, that's quite cute. My, my expectations for Borderlands were never very high. So I, I still have hope that it'll be good. Cause that's something that you could get really, really right or really, really wrong. And the, I think they're sort of somewhere in the middle on that right now. I see Kevin Hart has been positioning himself as a more of an action star. And, and I don't know if this is the movie to do it for him, but he's got some other stuff, like some direct to streaming stuff where he's trying to be more of an action guy. Like and, the man from Toronto. Yeah. That's the one <laughs> with both T's. <laughs> yeah. Toronto. <laughs> 
Oh, so you've seen it. Yeah, it immediately gives it away. <laughs> I mean, you know, the 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 heyday of the action comedy, like, or the it works best when it's the the buddy cop movie. Like, I can't you can't deny that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, man. Like, Rush you, hour. Well, the rock's busy right now, so oh yeah. Well, yeah, but again, it yeah, works it worked in that one that movie that they did together where in a bunch of movies they did together. No, no, where he was a CIA. Intelligence. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jumanji. It worked in that. But like I keep thinking like a and lethal Jumanji. a lethal weapon style thing. That's what you need. Or a, a Beverly Hills cop. Yeah. Which is getting another installment. Yeah, it's coming soon. But I don't know if I I don't know if I buy Kevin Hart as an action guy by himself. I don't know if I do. Just it's part of an ensemble. He can pull it off, but well, I'm hoping that that's kind of what the what it is for. Uh, for this stand him next to the rock. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he looks so much worse so, when he's standing like you know up to his chest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, little boy. <laughs> definitely, definitely a little bit of David and Goliath going on there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah Borderlands giving you hope, uh, and then beside that, the Fallout, the first trailer for the Fallout show coming out in april i oof, that looks real good i haven't seen that one yet i haven't seen that one either that's the vault boy one. Oh, right? boys yeah it is yes that's the vault boy one is that the one where they right, oh well, maybe we did maybe we did see it it's the one where they got the guy that i made a comment about oh that guy looks like a space marine from warhammer from maybe. 40k yeah yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. One. okay we did see that again yeah, i mean so lots of <laughs> you're absolutely ahead, right you're absolutely right there is a lot of stuff right now if you are if you are into the niche nerd culture that we are um it is a it is a good time to be a fan yeah they finally have the they finally have the tools they need to to mine that particular area for 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 good content yeah i think a lot yeah. of it too is coming from like people that grew up on it are now in the business the position to be them. making them yeah no no you're absolutely right yeah. there yeah man. Uh, and only because you mentioned it they're actually yep. working on the fourth mass effect game so yeah I, I i thought there was something going on i didn't know what exactly it is i don't do they even know have they told anybody what it's, it's going to be a, about all the only thing they've said is that it is a true sequel to the original trilogy well, I mean, I played so, the original Mass Effect through a couple of times, right? So we all know what happens to the right. Shepherd. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, we don't. One of the sixty-four endings is. Oh yeah, yeah. Slightly endings, different yeah. from the other flavors. There's, there's, there's a lot of variety depending. A lot of your social uh, interactions will determine the endings on those. I see. Yeah. That's, Who did you romance? There's really and, only and three endings, but one of them is. Yeah. Yeah, one yeah. of them's a little spicy. Yeah, and then if you if you play if you pick up the second one and you you play it without playing the first one, it gives you a bunch of like in just simple dialogue choices. Choose: Did you do this or this? Yeah. Did you do this or this? And then that sets up the beginning yeah. of the next game for you. Hmm. Yeah. So if you if you forgot what you did in the uh, in the original game, it didn't matter. <laughs> you could just decide. But. But I agree that is that is an IP that is that is that is ripe for the picking. Absolutely, it is. A, it a is a goldmine for uh, for film or television. Yeah, and 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 just on the side, the second season of Halo also recently started. It has, um, and, and I've been watching it it's on Paramount Plus, right? Yeah, yes, it is. Yeah, I have not been watching. Yeah, it. where are you at it, with that? It feels like they have 
course corrected a little bit. Okay. So a, buy that. a lot of the problems that that they that people had with the first season was, was they're like, oh, they just went completely off left left field, and you know we can make the Mandalorian. So they have brought it back a little bit. We can make the Mandalorian analogy. What do you mean he took his helmet off? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that and other things. Uh, that too. <laughs> Listen. I've played, I've played now minus the, the, the RTS I've played all the halo games and the show doesn't bother me one bit. It doesn't bother oh. me. Not at all. Hmm. It's oh. enjoyable. It's fun to watch. I like, I like Pablo Schreiber. I think he's a pretty decent actor. I think it's hilarious knowing that he's, he went to, you know, he's the master chief, but he started out, he was porn stash and orange is the new black. <laughs> he's come a long way from porn stash there you go yeah then he yeah. was uh, well, then he had a, a an intermediary uh he was the leprechaun in american gods leprechaun or leprechaun mm-hmm. leprechaun leprechaun could be a dirty thing leprechaun listen i only I, i'm only allowed one flub a week and i already made it this week cross war <laughs> <laughs> that was another show that was another yeah. time tune in for that one and I didn't yeah. even, I didn't even read that off my notes. I had wrote the name correctly. I just flubbed it in the delivery. <laughs> it's completely well, innocent. I, I mean, I guess the only comment I have to leave off on is yeah, like man. with, with everybody experimenting with multiversal stuff, I, yep. I, I would hope that would bring, make people more accepting of different versions of the same story. Like people I are going to tell their so, version. Yeah. It's easy to accept yeah. something if you go, this is just an alternate take on the thing you know. Yeah. Hey, man. Golden age of fan fiction. I'm, I'm telling you, we're getting there. You know, and, but I think the next generation will say the same thing with their things, whatever their thing is. When their thing gets adapted, they'll say the same thing. Yeah, because it'll be put to yeah, under the microscope. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, listen, great. man, that, that's great. I'm glad you uh, decided to give us a call. Nice to hear from you as always. And, uh, you got anything yeah, else man. you want to leave off on before we, uh, before we get going? No, dudes, be good to each other. Uh, we will, man. <laughs> be excellent to each other. Be excellent. Whatever your thing is, man. Be excellent. Fan. <laughs> good night. Bye buddy. Have a good one. Right on. That was, uh, Eric, the red Swenson, uh, yeah. one of our patrons. He's like, uh, like a quarter of the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this next one here, uh, I know there've been talk about Paramount and Warner brothers, right? Doing a potential oh, merger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there is an update now. What do you think of that? Um, it has been revealed that, uh, Warner brothers has backed out of this possible deal. So I don't know if that's good news or bad. I don't news. know. I don't know. Warner and Paramount merging. Yeah. Because, uh, Warner brothers discovery has halted the merger talks with Paramount amid, uh, its stock falling by 47% over the past year. Whose stock Paramount stock. Yeah. Oh, which I guess is a, a 52 week low. Okay. Um, but apparently David Ellison, his, uh, Skydance media yep. will reportedly continue to exercise his due diligence on potential transactions between the two companies while talks are on hold with Warner brothers. All right. So whether or not anything goes forward there. Oh, <laughs> comment from uh, random Rick reviews. Uh, Freaking internet went down here. Uh, okay. Now subbed over here. Nice. Thank you very much. Really appreciate that. Mm. 
So, you know, money up in the air. Who knows where it's going to go? But uh, this next one is kind of neat. Uh, a ultra rare 1979. Case. I just heard this on the radio oh, yesterday while we were doing some yeah, stuff. It was found in Regi- in a Regina basement and yeah, yeah. sold for millions. Unopened. Unopened. Yeah. Uh, apparently it was just sitting in the attic or the basement, whatever have you. Uh, the father was a collector, just bought a case, never opened it. These are, uh, uh, what year were these? These uh, are 79. Oh, 79. Oh, peachy. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, they thought it was a 1980 case, so they never thought anything special of it. But okay. when they looked in and saw, oh, it's the 78-79 season, they took it to an appraiser down in Indiana, and they're like, yep. okay, yeah, you got something here. Because uh, they were thinking, you know, maybe 300000 Oh, wow. But uh, the final total, uh, it received a closing bid of uh, 5 million Canadian or wow. 3.72 million us oh dear yeah oh dear now mind you that's a case of cards how many cards you think are sitting there you're talking 16 uh, boxes it is a total box which contains uh, a box contains 48 packs of 10 with an overall total of 7680 cards 7, 000, okay so let's let's just do the math on this sorry what did you say the uh the Each box contains 48 packs so, four, so 480 16 cards. boxes times 48 times 10. 48 packs of 10 cards. So that's 480 cards per box. 480 cards per box. How many boxes per? 16. Times 16. So is that 7,680? 7,680 cards total. Yeah. And what was the final bid? That is, uh, well, do we Let's, want to Yeah, give me, the, give me the US one. 3.72 million. 3 point. Oh, shit, I can't do that. Um, three million seven hundred and twenty thousand. Oh, I gotta do it the other way around. Um, let's do it this way. Hmm. Remember, 480. Okay, oh dear, what am I doing here? <laughs> That's like seven thousand uh seven hundred and fifty dollars a card. Hmm. I feel that's uh yeah, carry the one. <laughs> Look at all that gum. Um still is a is a is a paltry sum compared to the uh the black lotus. True. Um the, the magic card that went late last year. Yeah, but uh the reason it got bid so high is statistical probability. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. in this particular box there are as a possibility for as many as 20 mint condition wayne gretzky rookie cards oh that's cool and uh each of those i think sells for around three million each wow. so if you just paid five million and you could turn that times you, 20 but you're taking a chance that you are taking a chance but you're taking a chance that there's 20 but i mean like it could be 10 there could, it could be, be one yeah it could be none true you think it a, a, a yeah, full case i, I would is there any guarantee one this is the thing i'd like to know and maybe somebody who's in the collector space has a better idea on this a full case if you bought a full case i would expect that if i buy a full case i get one of every card in the set yeah is that true i would think it would have been back then maybe not today but yeah not today i don't think. i mean back then what your pack of cards was a couple what 15 cents uh i don't know i didn't buy sports card. my brother's bought sports cards 
I wasn't into that until uh, the uh, OPG sticker books. Hmm. Sticker books? Yeah. Yeah, I was into those. But, but yeah, I, I don't know. I bought Star Wars cards. Remember Star Wars cards? Did, did you get the C-3PO one? No, I did not. <laughs> the golden rod? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's where oh. the nickname comes from. Good attention to detail. Oh, it says 20 cents on the box. Yes. So yeah, yeah, 20 cents a pack, right? And these would have been 20 cents. Like these are made in London. You can see that, right? Yeah. These are 20 cents Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, back then it didn't seem that low, but looking now, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. Looking it's at like, it now. Yeah. I mean, we've seen Jeff over at GNU um, with the new hockey stuff and like these premium ultra packs are selling for in the hundreds. Oh yeah. A yeah. Single pack. Yeah nuts it's a crazy amount of money for sports cards and i think you know like in the in the short time that i was in the business of of collectibles we got talk cards was one of those things that's like i don't do cards because i know nothing about them and people would always ask but then i would see like people who did know about cards would say like don't care about your cards if you know mid 90s and do uh, yeah. to early 2000s don't care yeah don't care there was like no value in in a lot of stuff right but 79 yeah i guess it would be yeah interesting story yeah wow have we hit the uh have we hit the the uh the we end of the road have hit the oh end of the road god here. it is item of the night it is that time again where you know andy's out there in the aisles he's hunting for you and i so we can save a few dollars with this week's the toy hunting tip from dollarama yep uh this week uh we have spotted the new lego three-in-one collector packs they're just the little uh cellophane packs and uh yeah, they're selling for $5 and regular retail for 11 and up. That's all right. on what set you get. That is all right. Uh, also, we've got uh, assorted Hasbro grab-and-go board games going for $5. So you got like your Monopoly Battleship Clue. If you didn't already own one or more yeah. of these. <laughs> but they go for regular retail of $29.99 and up. So I mean, you need a board game. These are classic board games yeah. that really just have never gone away. Yeah. Right? So. so if you've managed to throw yours away or need a new one, now's time to grab one. Yeah, I mean the boxes look a little smaller too, right? So maybe they were a little more, uh, a little more, more portable, portable friendly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, the worthless Marvel cards had some odd resurgence during the pandemic for a second. They did. Yeah, they really did. I remember seeing that, and I'm like, I don't get it. Like, what's the deal with these? Yeah, I still have all mine. I was like, oh, really? This uh, Marvel 1990 series is now worth some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, those grab and go are kind of trash. I have not purchased one, so that's good to know. Nope, neither have I. Um, what's interesting is the the Lego things. You got me uh, not too long ago. You got me a Lego. The Knight Rider from the Lego Dimensions. I had forgotten that that thing does not come with a, instructions. No, you got to download them. Well, so I, I went and found a, a video, but uh, I did put the thing together. Nice. It's the first time I played with Lego in like, I don't know, it's probably fun, a it? decade. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't built Lego forever, so. Oh, yeah, these ones are fun. They can include instructions for the first or main whatever and then for number three or two and three you got to go download oh, rick says he wants to see it hang on a second i gotta go grab it gotta go grab it. i've built a couple of these and they're good they're good for a couple minutes and you know they entertain the kids so not too bad but that does wrap up our uh news items for the week Yeah, we are in the same place, Rick. Uh, illusions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's kind of funny. We I go through this every week where I try to with two cameras going. Yeah. And I always try to set. The, you can see my shoulder now. I always try to position my camera so that I'm out of frame, so that we're not give the, the illusion. illusion. Yeah. <laughs> One day I'm going to replace that other camera with another proper camera, and, and it will look uh, a whole lot better. Um, with the lens I have on there, it's just not wide enough to go and get both of us in one shot. But anyway, here it is. This is the Lego Dimensions Night Rider set. Uh, with Michael, Michael Knight. Knight, by the way, I like this. Let's see if I can get him to see if I can get him to focus in on me. There, there you go. go. There he is. There is Michael Knight, Looking complete with eighties like leather jacket and uh, whoops and uh, blue jeans. And uh, wouldn't be complete. If wouldn't be complete this. if it didn't have the little miniature. There he is. There's Kit. Kind of got some weird. Uh, there some pieces there that actually had extra pieces. So I just kind of fit them in the back to make it look like part of the bumper. But there you go. That is the the mini the mini Knight rider. By the way, Michael Knight comes with two portraits. He's got uh, this portrait. The uh, Look at me. Yeah. And then he's got this other, this other one where like, if they, if they had made his, uh, the, the, the shadow a little bit darker, it would almost pass for the evil, the evil clone Michael Knight that he fought in that one episode. (laughs) But yeah, there's the other portrait. (laughs) So there, I like it. That's cool. But that's it, everybody. That's random phantom for this week. Uh, this was episode 51. I hope uh, you guys, oh, sorry, 52. That's right. 52. 52. I had said to Andy before we went live that that's a year's worth, a year's worth of shows. But the reality is it's been more because we've had a couple weeks off here and there over the last uh, year or so. So, man, this is the show that just keeps on trucking. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rick. If you haven't uh, already uh, tuned in on Sundays, uh, come back on Sunday. If you're a Star Wars fan, we are uh, we just kicked off our uh, third season of the Fan Batch. That's our deep dive review series where we take a look at uh, the third season of uh, Star Wars: The Bad Batch. We cover the uh, each episode very very in depth uh i like to call us the uh, audiobook version of uh, of the show with notes yeah absolutely so we look at all of the lore connections all of the uh, easter eggs and all the stuff that you might have missed in a way that uh, nobody else is really doing so if long form is your thing we we might be the show for you mm-hmm. otherwise uh come back next week uh, same time same channel we'll be uh, at this one more time well at least one another more time. time. At least one more time next week, as we uh, probably will have another batch of headlines to to chew on. And I think that's about it for me. Yeah, it's all for me. All right, everybody. Okay, you, okay, another great show. Thank you. No, thank you. If we didn't have you guys, we would have no show. Right. Well, we would probably still be doing this. But it wouldn't be as fun. No, it's fun with the community. Absolutely. Listen, everybody. Whatever your thing is, whether it's movies, TV, whatever, video games, fan on, everybody. And uh, until next week for Phantom Power, my name is Wes. I'm Andy. And we'll see you on the next one. And bye for now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Phantom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms.